Okay, you Trojans out there. This episode gives me goosebumps. And if you guys know me, Frosty Rucker, I don't get goosebumps a lot. But this one does it for me. I got the number one recruiter in all the land of college football, Dante Williams, on the show. This is the Take Back the West show. So, obviously, I had to get this guy. Coming back to L.A., which is his hometown, he's going to lay the foundation on our rise back to dominance, not only in the Pac-12 conference, but in college football. And this episode's for all the people that spent a lot of time on Fraternity Row and the 9-0. Yeah, you probably see me there. The ones that protect Tommy Trojan, UCLA Week, and all you diehard USC fans. This is Frosty Rucker on the Believe Network, and this show is sponsored by BetOnline.ag. Make all your bets there. Enjoy. Well, we got Dante Williams on here, uh, the the home run we've been looking for, uh, us alumni have been looking for, coach, recruiter, the man, the myth, the legend. What's going on, bro? True, chilling, man. Just, you know, daily life right now, breaking out some film, getting ready for the first game. I heard that. I heard that. Um, I just touched on it a little bit about us alumni needing this home run, meaning yourself. Um, we haven't had excitement like this with a, a coach or any piece coming apart our program since, you know, Coach O left that could really, really, really restore something or even keep it. Um, how do I say this? Keep it to what it is, the significance of being at USC. So um, talk to us about coming home, man. How's it feel? Uh, for me, it feels great. I mean, it's a little different right now because of COVID, but it's great. I mean, just majority of all these kids on this team already knew from when they was younger in high school, some of them even middle school. So, and then just continue that. And then like the guys right now that we're already recruiting, you know, I've been knowing these guys for a while. So it's, I mean, right now for me, it's great. Where are you staying at? The same, uh, same neck of the woods you grew up in or did you? Did nah, you the hill? nah, nah, you know, same, same dude, different area code right now. So talk us through Take Back the West. Obviously, you see that. I took the name. Uh, what it meant to me uh, was, you know, in total, uh, just taking back what we, we deserve. You know, uh, I know you're coming from Oregon and you're doing a great job taking some of our kids there. Uh, can you elaborate on Take Back the West and what it really uh, means to you? Uh, for me, I, I mean, I feel like if you win in the West Coast, I mean, you pretty much can win anything you want. And to take it back, because, I mean, just the last couple of years, I think people forget just a few years ago, SC was in the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl and everything else. But, you know, in L.A., if you have one bad day or especially one bad year, then everybody thinks you just fell off. Right. And during that, you know, that little bit of time, a couple other teams have, you know, risen up. And, you know, this conference, anybody can win this conference. I mean, there's a lot of good coaches, a lot of good players, but SC is one of those places that, should never leave a door open for anyone to win. And, you know, right now we feel like, you know, we can take everything back with ours to where this is not just this year or next year. This is something that's every. And right now, you know, when it comes to recruits and the kids staying home to, you know, having the right people in the building, I feel take back the West means what's ours. When you think of the West Coast, you should think of USC. When you think of the Pac-12, you should think of USC. And when you think of national championships, you should think of USC. So that's where, you know, the take back the West thing is from. Man, and you being a part of this uh, new foundation and, that we're building here at SC, um, let me ask you a, a, a deeper question. Is it what means more to you, the recruiting of a, a player or coaching them? Uh, definitely the coaching. The development means so much more. 
the recruiting is, you know, a short time. And when you're dealing with recruiting, you're dealing with everything. You're dealing with all kind of aspects of people's life. I mean, you could be dealing with the girlfriend. You could be dealing with the mom, the dad, the uncle, the cousin. I mean, you're dealing with a lot of things, high school coaches, 707 coach. But when the development and the coaching of someone, you're on a day-to-day with them. So, you I mean, you get a chance to see someone come in there, whether they're 18, 19 years old or whatever, and you see them develop. And it's almost like you're helping them mature or something that their parents did in the past of, you know, one day it's bigger than football. You know, one day they're going to be somebody's husband and they're going to have kids of their own and they're going to be out here. And USC is one of those places where I don't think you go to USC and get a degree to work for somebody. I think you go to USC and you get a degree to make sure someone works for you. So making sure that, you know, these kids understand that. That's what it's all about taking back the West. When you think of academics, football, and the social environment, it's nothing better than USC. So, I mean, you would you don't have to leave home and go somewhere else to make all your goals and aspirations and dreams come true. You know, some of these dudes is number one players in the nation and everything else right. being right here. So why do you need to go somewhere else? You're supposed to enhance that. You're not supposed to change that. Man, this sounds so good. I'm, t- I'm telling you, all, my, all the boys that played there, you know, when you got uh, took the contract, obviously we got new D-line coach, we got new D.C., new special teams, but you were the one, bro. I'm just telling you. I, I know a lot of people have been, you know, patting you on the back for it, but it just takes a lot to be able to leave, a, am sure, a plush situation in Oregon to come home and get back gutter with it with these L.A. kids, these Orange County kids, you know, all the way up to the Bay, you know, and, and leaving that stamp. And we're, we're really forever grateful for you making that stance and coming home. Do you have any mentors that have guided you in the, in the way of how you take your approach as a recruiter? Uh, I don't, I really wouldn't say like guys and mentors, just guys that truly help me out throughout the way. You know, I pick up a little things from a lot of different people and I mix it with my own flavor and my own self. So you take some people like Demetrius Martin, you take, you know, a Tosh LaBoy, you even take Keith Hayward, and you take all these different people that I've been fortunate enough to work with, whether it was even Bob Diaco. I've, I've been, you know, at a lot of places in a short amount of time, and some for, you know, different situations and some for unfortunate situations, right? But for me, you take, you know, like you, you learn from so many people of everybody thinks you're just supposed to learn what to do. I've also learned some things of what not to do. Right. So, I mean, you learn all of that, you mix it all up and you have your own, I have my own style, my own me. You know, I've never, I've been fortunate because I wouldn't do this anyway, but I've never had to change who I am. Right. You know, so for me, it's all about even enhancing myself. I love to hear it, man. I love to hear it. Stay true to that, man, because uh, you developing these kids to, to be themselves also, you know, that means a lot. It's not just about, like you said, just, you know, the football rah-rah, but they are going to be someone's husband one day. They're already someone's little brother, a big brother, or uncle, you know, and developing them as a man to stand on their own and, you know, go in every room, every meeting as themselves, you know, that builds a whole lot of confidence. Um, Coach, your room right now, is it crowded? You can add guys. Are they competing? Talk us through this whole process of fall camp or hell week, uh-huh. you're calling it online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, camp, I mean, it's, it's different, of course, because, I mean, it's different when you're in camp and it's just football all day, every day. Right now, this is like a camp when all these guys are in school. And it's different between people take summer school and they may take one class, two classes max. I mean, they're in school where they're taking 15, 18 credits. Right. Like, it. They're, yeah, they're truly in school. And Zoom is, is harder than even being in person for some of these guys. You know, you got Zooms, you got tutors all day. So 
it's not truly camp because you still only got the window like the season of, you know, like say a two to six window to have them. But the big thing is we have them for those four hours or so and making sure that they all glued in because now we're all under NCAA rules of how many hours and everything else. So it's definitely competition. Uh, you know, there's been multiple guys in multiple situations and spots for some for good reasons, some for bad. But, you know, they, it's been multiple guys playing. Um, I don't feel it's a crowded room at all because you look at some of these other teams of how many guys they got on scholarships at that position, and it's a lot more than what we have. Uh, I'm fortunate that I got some guys that were some talent, though. Anytime yeah. you got some guys with some talent and they're open and willing to listen and learn and be coached, because that's another thing. You go to some of these places where, you know, the, that particular position, especially like they're flamboyant. That's just who they are. So if you got a whole room full of pit bulls, you better have a pit bull that's bigger that's controlling them and coaching them. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have problems. Yeah, I hear that, man. I hear that. So, I love to hear that. I love to hear that they're competing. You know what I mean? Because as a fan, you sit back and obviously you can read papers. I don't like doing that because I was a player. But you read some stuff, you hear some stuff and, you know, some talk here and there and people don't, you know, they're not diving for balls. They're not doing this or the practices aren't physical. And then all I've heard from this new core of uh, coaches that have come in, it's about being physical. It's about competing. And your room, especially, you know, if you look from outside, with the media, all they talk about is offense, right? That's all they talk about, the receivers, Graham, what they do. Your guys are getting the, you know, the bulk of this experience and can really, 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 really make a huge impact on our team. Correct. And, I mean, that's like even like everybody talks about corners. They think about, you know, stopping the pass. I mean, that's what, you know, when I came here and a couple other places, that's where, you know, that all they think is stop the pass, stop the pass. They don't realize we should be in the run game too. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes we're in the box and we got to set edges and, mm-hmm. you know, it's different coverages and everything else. And even if it is a pass play, you still got to get off a block. I mean, uh, even if it's a run play, you still got to get off a block and get to the ball, you know. Right. So I think that was, you know, one of those things you get sometimes you get stuck and you see certain NFL guys where they'll play hard. But if the ball doesn't come their way, it's kind of like, ah, I'm on coast. And right. you get a lot of dudes nowadays that's, you know, on Pop Warner, they think they can do the same thing. And it's like, nah, bro. Like, this is a different level of football just because of the quarterback run game and, you know, we're short of defender. If you got a guy in the post in this quarterback run game, you're almost playing 10 on 11. So we have to make sure that we're able to get off blocks, set edges, you know, run to the football. And if you can't do that, then USC is not the right place for you and I'm definitely not the right coach for you. I hear you. I hear you. Do you think the emergence, because I'm kind of late with this, because I was, you know, I was fortunate to have a, a longer career and I'm just now getting back into the world. Do you think the emergences of like the seven on seven uh, is a reason behind some of that lack of physicality? I don't because you see some of these dudes in seven on seven. I've never sure. watched it really. I uh, just keep hearing like it's a big, uh, you know, place for recruiting <laughs> now. Hey, some of these dudes in seven on seven, I tell you, uh, if I was some of these kids' parents, I'd almost be fighting. So, like I mean, yeah, it's almost like they went sometimes. It's like tackle without pass sometimes. But okay. I, I, I think it helps them, you know, I think it, especially at certain positions. So, at DB, I think seven on seven can help you because it's almost like uh, playing high school basketball, but yet you still play with your AAU team, right? Mm-hmm. It's just helping you get year-round. And I was a person that – you know, I didn't have the 707 wave when I was growing up, just like you did, right? Yeah, we're same age. But I think it could have helped me a lot because it, I think it would have helped me stay out of trouble and then would have helped stop me from playing video games all day. So, okay. you know, it, it at least gives these guys, you know, a chance to play football year-round. And if it's getting you a chance to play football year-round when somebody's caring about you, 
I mean, I see nothing wrong with it. I think all they can do is, you know, enhance you, especially if they're out there really coaching and care about you. That's good. That's good, man. Um, Romer, uh, talk about the guys in your locker room, guys in your room. Um, with this new coaching philosophy from Coach Orlando, are guys taken to it, the defensive changes and whatnot? Because obviously this is the COVID season, the bubble seven, or the COVID seven, as I want to call it, really. Um, are guys taken to this new playbook? with more time to actually digest it and understand it if they're studying it? Or has it been difficult because of, of the amount of the lack of reps? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, you know, because everybody learns multiple. I mean, everybody learns different, you know, so multiple ways to learn. Uh, I can't, I don't really know what happened in the past. I just know right now that the group of guys that's here on defense as coaches, mm -hmm. like all high energy. So all kind of, you know, really demanding because you can coach it and everything else, but if you're not demanding to critique it, it doesn't even matter, right? So I think that's, you know, one thing. You can say one thing in the meeting room, but if you don't hold them to that standard, you're going to have issues. And one thing I can say right now is we're definitely holding them to those standards. Now, is it always going to be perfect? No, because we did miss all the spring football. We have missed a lot of things. Even when we came back, we couldn't really do ever – we couldn't ever do anything against the offense. So it was never lined up formation. So it was like, you know, it, so we're, we're truly behind when it comes to understanding football and knowing the defense inside and out. So every day, even if it's something that we've been doing for 10, 11 days in a row, it's still little things that you're learning. Right. Right. Especially, you know, just the looks that we get in practice are, I'm pretty sure, going to be different than the looks we see in the game. So it's pretty much getting these guys prepared and, you know, adjusted to anything and that can happen to them. Because in football, sure, anything can happen. Just like, you know, you can be, third string one day and you can look in the same game and could be starting in the second quarter. So just making sure that they're all prepared. That's, you know, big, especially like you say, during COVID, you never know. Right. And, you know, just, I, I could see the guys taking to it as far as because the, what we're demanding they're, they're doing. Good. So that's a plus. I mean, they definitely are being a lot more physical. They stand low with their pads. And mm -hmm. I mean, our practices are a lot more physical. We have a ton of more live periods and things like that. Right. Right. You know, looking at your coaching staff, obviously, I played with a few of the guys there. Great guys. I'm glad um, the staff has get has gotten put together in a, in a way that you got some old school guys that know what it's all about to be at SC, and you got some new guys that come in with new energy and new demands, like you just said. Um, Coach, will you tell us how these other coaches have seen some of these guys before you got here and how – they could have they like Carrie, for instance, has he told you that guy's doing a lot better than before you got here? Uh, has it been a, a lot little of bit of that, a little bit of that, but not really because I just didn't want to, I didn't want to have too much of prejudgment. And like I said, you know, a lot of these guys I knew before, like I'm, you know, most places you take a, a job, you want to look at all the film from last year and see all the things that these guys did. Instead, I didn't do any of that really. You know, I kind of briefed over some things, I saw a couple of habits that. You know, maybe good, maybe bad, and things to enhance. But just for me to just judge them off that is hard to because I don't know what was really being coached, what was being said, or you know what was going on. So instead, I just I just let them show me now. Right, I'm biased. I like that, man. Well, I won't keep you, man. I appreciate you coming on Take Back the West podcast. It's your name, you know, so you know you always got a home here. You know what I mean? And um, like I told you before, all the guys that I played with were all. Big fans, excited that you're home, uh, you're comfortable, you're settling in, the guys and the community's embracing you the way it should, and uh, welcome home, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fight on. Take back the West. You know it. Talk to you. <laughs>